0: Authority. Therefore, we believe. We choose to believe the word of God. And Lord, as we believe the word of God, we shall see the manifestation of the goodness of God. And Lord, your word declares this: that those who fear, or those who fear God, those God reveals His secrets to. I pray, reveal your secrets to us this morning. Reveal your plan to us this morning, in the mighty and glorious name of Jesus. Come, lift every hand in this building right now. Lift it up to heaven. And I pray that the anointing shall fall. Fall on us this morning, precious Holy Spirit, with your power. And let us, let us be shaken to our course in Jesus' name. Let the fear of the Lord come back to the body of Christ like we've never experienced it before. Lord, purge our hearts again this morning, I pray. In Jesus' mighty name. Lord, bring us close to you. draw us, Spirit of God, as only you can do. I pray this in the name above every other name. And this morning, Lord, I take authority over the service. In the name of Jesus, I command breakthrough. I command restoration. And I command victory in this house. In the name of Jesus, every demonic influence. I cut your powers off right now in the name of Jesus Christ. You have no authority and you have no power. I remind you where you are, you are under our feet. And I declare the blood of the Lamb over this congregation, Lord, over every person, over this building in Jesus' name. And we are a people, Lord, who comes boldly to the throne of grace in a time of need, Lord. And we receive this morning in Jesus' name. So right now, Lord, every doubt, every unbelief, every fear i cast it out in the name of jesus christ and i loosen and release the anointing of god in this place now in jesus mighty name let shackles be destroyed let yokes be gone in Jesus' name. Right now, I command every chain of bondage, loosen God's people. Every foul spirit that keeps souls captive, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. And we say, let God's people go. And this morning, Lord, we will not leave, not without not without the gold, not without the silver. No hoof shall be left behind. We are here coming back for our joy, coming back for our position in Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we are here to receive right now. Atmosphere, shift in the name of Jesus. And we receive this morning. We receive this morning. Come on, shake off every negativity. Shake off every doubt, every unbelief, and every fear. Come on, do it right now. Shake it off. Shake it off. In Jesus' name. And we vow this morning to give you the glory. The honor, the praise, and the adoration. Church, I want to ask you to lift your hands one more time to heaven. I feel the anointing of God falling on us. Break through in this house this morning, Master. Fall on your people. Start with me. Start with me, I pray. Don't pass us by, Jesus. How we need you in this hour. How the body of Christ needs you in this hour. Draw us to you, Lord. And we will run to you. We give you all the praise. It's yours forevermore In the mighty name of Jesus I want you to do me a favor Before you take your seat Before you turn around Before you move I want you to shout Like you have already received the victory Like you've already received the breakthrough Let me let me try that again I want you to shout like you've already received your miracle Come on Come on Come on, you could do better than that. Come on, let's lift off this roof. Come on, come on, give him a shout of praise in this house. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. I need somebody, before you take your seat, before you turn around, I want you to jump like the miracle is already manifested in your life. Come on, and as you jump, put a shout to it, come on. Put a dance to it, come on hallelujah turn to your neighbor and say neighbor today is your day for a miracle say it like you believe it today is your day for a miracle say it again today for a miracle hallelujah how many of you you are happy that you are here you could have been anywhere else, but you've decided to be in church this morning. Amen. Come what a great time to be alive in. I want you to quickly turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, if you're alive today, God has a plan for you. Come on, if you're not six feet under the ground, it means that God is not done with you. God's still got a plan for your life. Come on, encourage somebody and say, neighbor, God's got a plan for your life. This is why you are here. Hallelujah. Now we are living in interesting times as we all know and and see, you know if you just watch news a little bit, last night I was blessed when I heard about Israel, how how the Jews are responding to Christ and uh, how many times the Jews in this last couple of years has heard the gospel even over social media. They reckon about 23 million times the Jewish nation of Israel has heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now everything points to Israel. You want to know when Jesus is coming back, look towards Israel. And again, let me just add to this. The Bible says there's those who hate Israel, God will hate. And those who bless Israel, come on, God will bless. So we as a church this morning, Lord, we say we bless Israel in the name of Jesus. Come on, let the peace of God reign over Israel. Let there be revival in Israel. Come on, let souls be saved in Israel. Let it be known to the world. Faith, city, and vessel to ministries stands with Israel. Because we stand with God. I'm not going to become an enemy of God. Let me just throw that out free of charge. You're, you're an enemy of Israel. You're an enemy of God. Just read the Bible a little bit. So we're living in days where the Bible, you know, it's, it's just clear. Paul says this. I've, I've quoted this so many times. The earliest times is coming, That people will be lovers of self, lovers of pleasure, Rather than the lovers of God. You know know what's funny for me? People will go to work sick. But they won't come to church healthy. Oh my word. They will never be late for work. But always late for church. Let me tell you the problem that we are facing in today's world. There's no more commitment. People are not committed to one another. They are not committed to God. They start off something. It lasts a week. And then never again. And then something must happen before people wake up again. You know, the Christians are busy sleeping. And I'm here telling you this morning, I'm here to wake you up. I'm here, I know you, maybe this side hear me. I'm here to wake you up a bit and tell you, it's time, people of God, ministers of the gospel, listen to me. It's time that we tell the people, the King is coming. No more seven steps to the blessing and eight steps to this. One message, get right, for the king is about to return. That's it. The king is about to return. And my, my heart breaks for this because a lot of people that think they are saved is going to be left behind. Now, there's churches that are leaning to the left. And there's churches that leans to the right. So what do you mean? They will negotiate the truth because people are so afraid, you know, to speak the truth lest we offend people. So we lean to the left. We lean to the right. Wave at me if you're still awake. What we do is we don't want to call sin a sin, so we'd rather lean to the left. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody, and we would lean to the right. But I want to tell you this, this church ain't leaning. This church is standing we stand on the word of god if the bible calls it sin we call it sin if the bible calls it holiness we call it holiness if the bible says it we preach it whether it hurts feelings whether it gets people mad we got to preach this gospel until jesus returns if you are with me in this building I want you to jump on your feet and give Jesus a praise in this place hallelujah before you take your seat tell your neighbor we're not leaning we're not leaning left and we are not leaning right we are standing on God's word we are standing on God's promises Even if I'm here preaching to one person in this place this morning, God's word in this hour shall not come back void. It shall shall happen. Now last week I've spoken on Jehovah Jireh. How many of you remember that? In Jehovah Jireh, the place called Jehovah Jireh, meaning that you come into a unity with God, in a a oneness with the Lord, that wherever you go, that's Jehovah Jireh. Oh, come on now. Jehovah Jireh speaks about a place where you don't have to toil and worry about the day of tomorrow, but that you are one with God, that God supplies your every need. Yes, God uses people. I understand what the Bible says, but man is not your source. God is your source. Are you listening to me? Come on, shout yes if you're still here. And so we've, I believe this, that I think that people's eyes have opened up in regards to who this God is. I have a problem with this because people don't believe that God blesses God heals do you know why these Christians they don't believe it is because they have no idea who God is, is. come on they the apart but they're not Christians if you know the character of God let me rephrase that if you know the character of the father you will know that he's just good he's only good he does not give sickness to teach you something sickness is from the devil God does not get glory and honor when you are sick. Why does, think about this. Jesus paid the price so that you can be healthy. And in the same time, God gives you sickness. Can you just think for yourself? Imagine the kingdom divided against itself. How can it stand? So if God gives sickness and God takes it away, then it means God's a schizophrenic. His kingdom cannot stand. Sickness is from the pit of the hell. Okay, let me help you out. Sickness, lack. Pain, poverty is the curse of the law. And that curse has been broken on Calvary's cross. It has been broken on the back of the cross. Hallelujah. And the blood has redeemed us. But yet, people want to believe that God wants me to be sick and broke... And have nothing, and that's the plan of God. That's Satan's plan for your life. But my Bible says, I know what I plan for you. Says the Lord, come on, plans to prosper you and to give you a hope and a future. Can somebody say amen? amen? Jehovah Jairus, the Lord our provider, more than enough. If there's ten people here that I can get some faith from, then I will stand in agreement with you. Because if two more agrees, it shall be done. I want to stand in agreement that God will shock you this year. That God, Jehovah Jireh, will get you out of debt supernaturally. And well, I'm speaking to you right now. That Jehovah Jireh shall lift you up to a place where you've never been before. Where the nations will look at you and say, your God is alive. Hallelujah not just in your finances but in your body I want you to be 80 years old and as strong as 40 come on I want you to walk around when you're 60 like when you were 20 why because the power of the most high God resides in your body shout yes come on tell your body body receive your healing hallelujah I'm going to attack the devil head on this morning. Sickness is illegal in this body. Sickness is illegal in this temple. Sickness is illegal. Yes. If I want to sort of sickness, then Christ died in vain. He did not just die for my sins. He also took the punishment of my sickness. He took it upon his body. He became broken. He became sick. So that I can be healed. Healthy. Prosperous. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. You know, 1 John comes and he says this in the book of 1 John. John says this. He says, Beloved, I, I pray above all things that you may prosper. Say prosper. prosper. The release of the Spirit will say, Oh, look at these people. Speaking about so much, so much prosperity because the Bible speaks about it. Uh, just free of charge. That you may prosper. Be in health. What does this mean? My body prospers. When you're healthy, how many of you are healthy? Your body's prosperous. You are prosperous. I said prosperous. Do you know why? Because all the money in your bank account cannot buy your healing for your physical body. So when God keeps you healthy, that's prosperity for the body. He says, I pray above all things that you may prosper financially, be in health. Come on, as your soul prospers. Then he speaks about the next one that I want to preach on this morning. That your soul may prosper. This means that Jehovah Jireh takes care of your soul. That you can go to bed tonight. And if you do not open up your eyes tomorrow morning. That you don't have to worry. You don't have to cry for me. You don't have to weep for me. You can just know that he has just crossed over. It is well with his soul. His soul has been prosperous. Jehovah Jireh is the alpha and the omega and the beginning and the end of this man's life. And this is not over. Does he see you again? Now, let me, let me preach on this. Can I preach on this? The devil lies to people. You know, at funerals, you hear the people, every time I've, I've been in a funeral, the person that's dead was the best person alive. Come on, be honest now. I've never heard, a have never heard in a funeral, here lies a drunkard, a liar, a wife beater, Never. He's in a better place right now. You know, it's, it's ugly, but it's the truth. I read it. Sleep tight at the feet of Jesus. Can you just quit your religious mumbo jumbo? Sleep tight at the feet of Jesus. I want you to listen to me. Not everybody that dies goes to heaven. Most that dies, unfortunately, according to the scripture, goes to hell. So you look at the casket and you say, whoo, this was a good man. No man is saved by his good deeds. No man is saved by his own superior work. I'm, I'm going to get there right now. So not everybody that dies is in a better place. There's some people in a place right now of torment. Torment. Of agony, of pain. Where they are now, there's no joy, there's no peace, not 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 peace, not no day, no night. And if you don't believe it, open the Bible and read it. Jesus spoke more on the on hell than he spoke on heaven. We have to understand this and and realize this that this there's a place called hell, and it's not a cast word. Hell is not in your head. Hell is not on the earth. If this is hell, stay here. Because you've got no idea what comes to those who reject the gospel of Jesus Christ, whose souls have not been prosperous. Amen. Say amen if you're still here. Amen. So I, I, think, I, I think I have to throw this out that people, just understand. If you die right now, when the Bible, the Bible speaks, there's a, there's a scripture that says, and Jesus slept on the cross, meaning he died. That word slept, sleep, in the Hebrew means dies, or died In other words, so when you die, you are not sleeping. Your body goes into corruption. Back to dust. Because from dust you came. And from dust you shall return. Somebody listen to me. But your soul and your spirit, you are not what you see. I'm not this man that you see. I'm the spirit and the soul inside this thing. But when this thing goes down into corruption, the soul and the spirit of a man is alive forever and forever. A soul and a spirit can never die. Whether you go to heaven or whether you go to hell, those in hell are conscious. Those in heaven, they are conscious. Are you listening to me? It's like you being awake. They are awake right now. They're not sleeping. They are not waiting in a place. Jesus dealt with that. Those before the cross when they died in God, they went into the underworld in a place called paradise. When Jesus died on the cross, he took them out of paradise underneath the earth and took them to heaven with him. So when you die in Christ right now, on this life you say, you step into his kingdom, immediately, split seconds, you are in the presence of the great I am, if you are saved, if you're not saved, split seconds, you're in hell, you better listen to me, now in, when you get to hell, hell is not the final destination, I'm going to shock people now, hell is a waiting trial, on judgment day, he'll stand before God, it's over for you, and that moment you will know it's over for you. Then you will be condemned to the lake of fire. Hell is a prison cell with little pain. People have testified it in scriptures; their tongue were burning it. So there's a place of torment, and you're in confinement, in prison, in the underworld. But the day is coming. You know this was not part of my notes, but somebody needed to hear this. The day is coming. Where judgment will come and they will be removed from hell and thrown into the lake of fire with Satan and his angels. And that's physical fire. And here's the thing, people. You will not die. You will go through the anguish, the pain, the smells, the heart, the, the, the understanding of knowing the presence of God is gone. While we're here, we still feel that grace, that presence. But when you're there, you know it's over. You know that you are doomed for all eternity. There's no way out. Are you listening to me right now? You know that you know that you know that you've had, you have had all the chances on the earth. I believe when you in hell, in hell, they know about their families on the earth. They cry out. They long for their families on the earth. They long to see them, long to warn them. That's all in the Bible. Right when the rich man was, was in hell, he said, Can I just warn my family not to come here? And you know what Abraham said, even if an angel goes and preach the gospel, they will still not hear. This is where we are right now. We preach the gospel and people still don't want to hear. People still reject the truth. Come on, people still hate the truth of God's word. And so, so when you die right now, there's no place of sleep. It's no sleep tight at the feet of Jesus. If I get to heaven, the last thing that I want to do is sleep at the feet of Jesus. I want to hug him. I want to kiss him. Come on, I want to crown him King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That's what I want to do when I get to heaven. Come on, I want to be in his presence. Not sleeping. Are you listening to me? So, sin has, I want you to f- just hear me quickly. When God created man, look at your neighbor. Say so he's talking to you. When God created man, He created you, He did not create you to be separate from Him. He created you to have union, fellowship. Hallelujah. God's secrets deposited into your life. That's God's, God's plan. Satan came, and he spoke to the woman, he spoke to the man. They believed one word, one lie, changed everything. Now this is what people don't realize. You, just, you don't have to believe all the lies, You can just believe one lie for your life, and the devil's got you in a snare. The devil can tell you, this is it. You're not going to get out of here. Come on, this is where you're going to die. God has rejected you. Are you listening to me? And so one, one lie that you believe from the devil has gotten your life. One lie separated man from God. Are you listening to me? Sin has separated man from God. I want people to understand this. It's time that we call sin, sin again. No, no, you, you're not shouting as, as much as I think you're going to have to shout. Sin is still sin. Amen. I said, sin is still sin. Amen. Doesn't matter how much people frown upon it. Sin is still sin. Holiness is still holiness. Right? So sin has separated us. You know, God said, man, is so filthy that I can't look upon man. There would have to be a substitute. Blood has to be shed in order for me to be able to have grace and mercy upon man. And so Did you know that according to the scripture, the Bible says that Jesus has been crucified before the foundations of the earth. This means that he he has been crucified when God created man. so what do you mean? It was there that it was settled that Jesus Christ will come and he will die in our place to bring us back into the presence of God the Father. How many of you understand that? So there was a veil that has separated the holies of holies. And the only people that could get there was the high priest. Once he here with the sacrifice of blood. But the problem here is people that the sacrifice of bulls and goats has only covered the sin. He did not take it away. In other words, God could still not commune with man as he needs to because God is holy and God cannot look upon sin. Can somebody sh- shout amen in this place? So they had a conference in heaven. Jesus said, I'll pay the price. I'll die for them. And so after after God made man, for so many years, bulls and goats had to be sacrificed for man to be forgiven. For man to come back into unity of God. But God wants your soul to prosper. Okay, maybe you hear me this way. God wants your soul to prosper. Because you can have all the money in the bank if you don't know Jesus you are the poorest man in this world. You cannot, and let me say this with capital letters, you cannot buy your way into heaven. You cannot, no, no, you didn't hear me. I said you cannot buy your way into heaven. You cannot buy a ticket to get there. All your tithing cannot get you there. All your offering cannot get you there. There's only one, there's only one name given through which a man must be saved and Jesus is his name. The Bible says, a fool says there is no God. You know, atheists, I heard the atheist says that you Christians, your IQ levels is low because you have to believe in a being out there. And I, do you know how I respond? I said, my IQ must be higher than yours because your IQ must be so low to think that all of this has come together out of nothing. Yeah. Who's the idiot here? Yeah. You want to tell me that the sun is there because bang, the sun came to be? This body that you see, your body, is the greatest weapon that God has made. It's a machine that no human can produce. And you want to tell me there's not a creator that created you? At judgment day, there will be no atheists. Woo! At judgment day. There will be no atheist. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Yeah. Do you feel the fire of the Holy Ghost in this place? Yeah. All the money cannot purchase your salvation. Let me add one more thing. If a person dies right now, you cannot pray. Save his soul. You cannot. It's not based on your faith. It's based on their faith. Are you listening to me? When you die right now, you date. dead. I can't pray, oh Lord, please have mercy on their soul. You have to be right with God. Because when it's done, it's done. People live like there's no tomorrow. People live like there's no judgment day. People believe that there's no time that I'm going to stand before God and have to give accountability for my life. People tend to forget that. So here's this, as the scripture goes on. Bulls and goats had to be sacrificed every single year so that sin could be forgiven. All right? Are you listening to me? Now, when God saw that the blood of bulls and goats could not wash away sin, Jesus Christ came. And, and here's the thing, people. When Jesus died, the veil has been torn i can imagine this happened in jerusalem right right and the jews uh, they could not i think that if you just get yourself into that situation where the veil has been torn not by man but by god himself i think they had the fright of their lives because immediately after jesus died immediately 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 there was access to the holiest of holies for all not just for the high priest but for all now i thank god that jesus christ had to come because sin has separated me from God But I thank God that He came in my place Now listen to me Let me get just get this straight right now Jesus is not a prophet of God Jesus is not just the Son of God Jesus is God yeah. Well Wesley does not state that in the Bible Read your Bible Isaiah says unto us a son has been born Unto us a child has been given And the government shall be upon His shoulders As His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor Everlasting Father It speaks about Mighty God That's the name of Jesus Mighty God No other God This is why I'm telling you There's no other way to heaven But through Jesus Vessel how can you be so sure That Buddha died on the cross And rose from the dead That Muhammad died on the cross And rose from the dead Who did I can't hear you I can't hear you. There's only one in history who died and rose from the dead, abolished hell, death, and the grave, and Jesus is his name. Vessel, what about those who died in the Bible and rose from the dead? They are still dead. Jesus rose with his own physical body. Do you know why he needed to do that? So that when I die on resurrection morning, my body is coming out of that grave. Hallelujah. (laughs) Seated next to Jesus in heavenly places. He's the first fruits of those who has died. They died. Jesus raised some of them from the dead. You'll read Peter did. Elijah did. Elijah did. But they died again. But there's one who can never die again. (laughs) Think about this, Lord, that we serve. Come on, the great Jehovah Jireh. All the pain could not kill him. All the loss of blood could not destroy him. He chose. It is finished. Now, I want you to listen to me right now. Good people don't get to heaven. I want to shock faith city. Good people don't go to heaven unless you have a personal relationship. Now, let me explain something. to Something that's personal means you don't hurt them. Okay, maybe you hear this. One. When you give your life to Jesus, it's not just here. I know that he's the son of God. Do you know that the devil also believes that Jesus is the son of God? And he's on his way to hell. People think just to believe Jesus, the Son of God, is enough. So why isn't it enough for the devil? Why isn't it enough for the demons? It's not just enough to know that he's the Son of God. It's a trait of life. Now you didn't hear me. Look at what Galatians says. Can we get Galatians on the screen? Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. I'm going to read it from the New King James Version and also from the Amplified. Galatians chapter 2 when he says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Listen to what the Amplified says. I have been crucified with Christ. In him, I have shared his crucif- crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ the Messiah, lives in me, and the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in, by adherence to, and reliance on, and complete trust in the Son of God, who loved me, and gave himself up for me. This means I adhere to his rules. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, but you don't do what I say? So I adhere to him, I rely on him, It's no longer my life, it's His life. Now, what people don't realize is before the cross, before the cross, now I I like to tell you this, that before the cross was the days before you gave your life to Jesus Christ. Accepted Him as Lord and Savior. Let me explain something to you that no man can do for you. No man can change the character and the nature of a man. It is only Jesus Christ that can come through the power of the Holy Ghost that can change a man's nature, a man's character. Are you still here with me right now? Before the cross, you were a liar, a cheat, a thief, come on, a murderer. You had all these issues. But when you came to the cross and you said yes to Jesus, something happened in you. That's called the born again experience. What happened? Jesus took your punishment for you. He took your shortcomings, your longings, your brokenness, your sickness, your lack, your disease. He took it all on him. Before the cross, you were doomed to hell. Come on, you were bound by the judgment of the law. The curse was upon your life. But when you said yes to Jesus, something happened. You did not do anything for it. No, no, you didn't hear me. Woo, you did not do anything for it. The grace of Jesus Christ has paid it all. You did not have to take your character and pull it out of you. When you gave your life to Jesus, his character became yours. Now this means this means that you're so prosperous when you're born again. So when people tell you in your past, you have done this and you have done that, you can say, that was not my life. I no longer live. I have been crucified with Christ. Look at your neighbor and say, listen to him. I'm not what I used to be. You are not what you used to be. (laughs) Tell your neighbor, I'm not what I used to be. Because I am not where I used to be. Say it, I am not who I used to be. Because I am not where I used to be. No, no, you have to say this with conviction. I am not who I used to be. Because I am not where I used to be. Jesus Christ has paid it all. I say, Jesus Christ has paid it all. He paid it all. Now let me preach to somebody right now. In the book of Acts 28. I just feel this come up upon me right now. The Bible speaks about Paul was on his way. He, he, Paul needs to go to Rome. That's the f- destination. He needs to get, get into, Rome, into Rome. But there was a ship get to Rome. I say you will get.